Hi everyone, Dr. Margaret Paul here. And today I'd like to talk about what it means to be spiritual. Sometimes people confuse spirituality with religion. Uh, lots of times when I ask my, my clients if they have a spiritual connection, they talk about um, their religion. Um, and we can be both spiritual and religious, or we can be religious without being spiritual, or we can be spiritual without being religious. And uh, uh, people have different beliefs regarding what it means to be spiritual. And so I want to share with you what it means to me to be spiritual. So people often say um, they go to church every Sunday and they say their prayers every day. And does this mean that they're a spiritual person? No, actually it doesn't. Or they say they practice yoga and meditate every day. And does this mean that they're a spiritual person? And no, in my view, it doesn't. Or they say they belong to a spiritual group and are devoted to following the teachings of the group. Does this mean that they're a spiritual person? And in my view, no, it doesn't. So then let's talk about what I mean when I talk about being a spiritual person. So to me, being a spiritual person is actually synonymous with being a person whose highest priority is to be loving to yourself and loving to others. A spiritual person cares about people and cares about animals and cares about the planet and consciously strives to be a very kind person. A spiritual person experiences and knows that we are all one on the soul level, that our soul is a spark of the divine, everyone's soul is, and they consciously attempt to honor this sense of oneness. Now, you can go to church every Sunday and say your prayers every day without caring about being a kind and loving person to yourself and to others and to the planet. You can practice yoga and you can meditate every day without being conscious of what's loving and what's not loving in your thoughts and your actions. You can even belong to a spiritual group and follow the teachings, yet you can still be judgmental towards yourself and others in your daily life. And there are a lot of people who don't practice a religion, who don't meditate, who don't pray or belong to any group, who are spiritual people because they're, they're very kind. They're very caring. They, these people are naturally caring for others. They naturally do caring things for others. They think about how they can help others and animals and the planet. Their, their thoughts are kind rather than judgmental towards themselves and towards others. When you look at them, when you look in their eyes, you see the kindness in their eyes. One of my clients was asking me about her marriage. 
And she was upset because she had a craving to talk about spiritual matters, and her friends loved to talk about spiritual matters. Uh, but her husband didn't care about talking about spiritual matters. And yet, when I asked her about him, she said, oh, he's, he's such a kind and loving and caring man. And so I helped her to see that for him, he doesn't have to talk about spiritual matters. He just is a spiritual person. And sometimes people who need to talk about spiritual matters are not actually are not actually being loving, being caring, being kind, which, in my view, is what it means to be a spiritual person. So this was actually very helpful to her because she was thinking that um, maybe she needed to leave her relationship because he didn't want to talk to these things about her uh, with her, which was so important to her. But when she realized that it's not the talking about it, it's fine to talk about it. A lot of people enjoy talking about it. But talking is very different than how you think and how you act. And a lot of people talk about being spiritual. But in their everyday life, they're not acting kind. They're not being loving to themselves and being loving to others. There's actually many religious people, I'm sure most of you know that, this, who are anything but kind. We all know of religious people who are extremely judgmental and righteous and, and, and just plain mean. So can you be both religious and spiritual? Yes, of course you can. But only when you're operating in your religion from your heart rather than from the learned dogma of your mind. As long as you're stuck in the rules of your religion and everybody has to follow your rules, you're not being a spiritual person. Many years ago, um, for a while, I attended a so-called spiritual group. And the people would meet in an auditorium and hear uh, the leader of the group, the guru, speak. So the second time I attended, I heard a number of parents yelling at their kids and judging them to try and control them. So obviously these parents were being anything other than kind with their children. Well, that was upsetting to me, and that was the last time I attended that spiritual group. The focus of the group was surrender to God, but love wasn't in the picture. Love was rarely even mentioned. So they obviously had a very different experience of God than I do. My experience of God is that God is the energy of love that created us and sustains us. In my experience, which it says in John 4.24, God is spirit and God is love. That's in 1 John 4.16. Anything that's not of love, peace, joy, and truth, and kindness is not of God. And praying to God does not mean that you're allowing the spirit that is God, the spirit of love and peace and joy and truth and kindness that is God, to guide your thoughts and your actions. 
So practicing yoga or meditating does not mean that you've invited the love that is God into your heart or that you are turning to that ever-present love to learn about what's in your highest good and the highest good of others and the highest good of the planet. If you want to truly be a spiritual person, then let kindness be your guiding light. Kindness towards yourself, towards others, towards animals, and towards this really beautiful planet that's our home. You need to recognize that we all have the spark of love that is God within us and learn to honor that love so you can know and experience the oneness of all that is. And one of the ways of learning this is to learn and practice inner bonding, the six steps of inner bonding, and learn to be kind to yourself. Because when you're kind to yourself, that inevitably leads to kindness to others. And so the practice of inner bonding is a very, very powerful spiritual path. I really want to encourage all of you to think about making love and kindness towards yourself, towards others, and to the planet your highest priority. Lots of times people say to me, well, if I focus on being loving to myself, aren't I being selfish? Then isn't it just about me? But actually, the opposite is true. Imagine if everyone on the planet were focused on not judging themselves, being kind to themselves, and opening to their higher guidance, opening to God, their source of love, bringing love inside and filling themselves up with love. Because when they don't do this, they're, they're empty. When they're empty, they're, they're always trying to get love and they're trying to control other people to get love. They're trying to get filled externally, which is what leads to greed. But when we're learning to be loving to ourselves, when we are being loving to ourselves... That's when we're bringing love inside from spirit. And we get all filled up. And we're overflowing with love. And we deeply want to share that love with others. And so loving yourself is really the opposite of being selfish. Because when you're selfish, you're, you're just trying to get other people to fill you. You're trying to get other people to give you what you're not giving to yourself. But when you're loving yourself, when you're letting love be your guiding light and you're turning to your higher guidance, to God, whatever that is for you, turning to love and, and opening and allowing that to fill you and taking loving action for yourself, then it's just so joyous to share love with others, not to try and get love, not to try and have control over getting love, but to share love with others. And that's the opposite of being selfish. So don't let the ego-wounded part of you lie to you 
and tell you that focusing on loving yourself is selfish. Selfishness is when we expect other people to put themselves aside, give themselves up for us. And selfishness is when we don't care about the effect that our behavior has on others. But when we love ourselves, of course we're going to care about the effect our behavior has. And of course we're not going to expect others to give themselves up for us because that's not loving to us. Certainly not loving to us to just focus on, well, you know, I'm just going to care about me and I don't care about you. That's never going to be loving to us. And, and that is what selfishness is. What's loving to us is what fills us up and makes us feel proud of ourselves, makes us feel peaceful inside. When we're, when we're using others to try to get filled, that's called self-abandonment. And that makes us feel anxious because instead of loving ourselves, we're making others responsible for us. That creates a lot of anxiety because when we're doing that, we're abandoning ourselves. But when we're loving ourselves, bringing love inside, that's when we feel peaceful. That's when we have love to share with others. But the ego-wounded part of ourselves doesn't believe that. That part of ourselves, that programmed part of ourselves, that's filled with fear and false beliefs, wants us to listen to it because it feels that it has been in control. It's been in control. We, we learned to control as we were growing up as part of our survival. And so it thinks, well, I've gotten you this far. You've got to listen to me. I know how to make you feel safe. I know, I know what to do um, to feel safe. And it's all about safety, but it's not at all about love. And the interesting thing about safety is that, in my experience, the only way we really feel safe is when we're tuned into the knowing of our higher guidance. And we're tuned in because we're asking our higher guidance, what is in our highest good? What is loving to us? And our higher guidance has a far broader perspective of what brings us safety. You would be amazed at how much safer you feel when you stop listening to the fearful, programmed, controlling voice of your ego-wounded self, and you start to listen to the higher voice that's about love, that's about loving yourself and loving others. You're not going to really know this until you try it, because that ego-wounded part of us tries to convince us that no, no, that's not safe. We're not going to be safe unless we try and control and protect and avoid pain. It's not the avoidance of pain that makes us feel safe. It's learning to embrace our pain with compassion and a desire to learn about what our pain is telling us. Our pain has so much to tell us about what's happening with others, and about how we're abandoning ourselves. Because so much of our pain, as I've spoken about before, 
is coming from how we treat ourselves. We're not being spiritual people when we judge ourselves. And yet self-judgment is a major way that we've all learned to survive and abandon ourselves. Self-judgment creates a tremendous amount of anxiety. And so it, how could that be creating safety when it's creating anxiety? But it's what the wounded self has learned to do to control. So one of the things you want to do in terms of becoming a more spiritual person is you want to start to notice your self-judgments and how they make you feel. Because as I said, that that's the opposite of kindness. That's the opposite of caring and of compassion. And what you want to learn to do in order to be a spiritual person is to be very compassionate towards all of your feelings. To be in a compassionate intention to learn about what your feelings are telling you. And as you learn to bring love and compassion to yourself, then, like I said, you very much want to extend that out to others. And that's such a major part of becoming a spiritual person. And another major part is to learn to see who you are in your true soul essence. And you can't see this through the eyes of your wounded self who who doesn't even know that you're a spark of the divine. You need to see who you are through the eyes of love, through the eyes of your higher self. And when you learn to see the beauty and magnificence of your true self, your true soul self, when you learn to see all the gifts that you've been given and you learn to truly value who you are in your soul essence, that's when you start to see the soul essence of everyone. And that's when it becomes so easy to be kind and loving and caring to everyone. And you even start to see the soul essence of animals And you want to be kind and caring to them. And you even start to feel and experience the soul essence of plants, of trees. You actually become very sensitive to even what plants and trees are saying to you. They speak to us on a very subtle level. And you can learn to tune into that as you learn to tune into yourself, to who you truly are. And as you learn to tune in to the messages, the subtle, loving messages from your higher guidance. And so I want to encourage you, those of you that don't know inner bonding, to go to the Inner Bonding website at innerbonding.com. Download our free Inner Bonding course that will teach you a lot about the Inner Bonding process so that you can start to learn to love yourself. 
And then you might be interested in some of the books on inner bonding. You can read the articles on the site. There's a whole area called free help for those of you that, that can't afford any of the courses. But if you can, the Love Yourself course is amazing in learning to love yourself. It's truly life-changing. And working with me or working with the, our many certified facilitators or facilitators in training can do wonders for helping you learn to love yourself. Or attending one of my virtual, now virtual, five-day intensives is so deeply healing and life-changing. So I hope all of you give yourself the gift of learning and practicing the inner bonding process. This is a process, a spiritual process, that will lead you toward becoming a truly kind, loving, and caring spiritual person. <laughs>